The following program is intended for mature audiences. dark we've got the chemistry for your body oh yeah yeah i am flesh wound dan joined by producer todd mm. sexy voice todd come on give it to him good evening there you go there you go somebody <laughs> will fap to this episode absolutely and if you do please pm todd uh your no nope, stop your... dan i'm just gonna cut it all out be good <laughs> Thank you. Uh, not the first time, but, <laughs> but anyways. Um, so yeah, flesh wound after dark. Thanks for joining us. Very excited for this. So um, we've we've talked a lot about our love of erotic thrillers. Uh, it's it's not a dead genre, but it's it, a dead genre, Dan. It's pretty close. Yeah, you'll get something that flirts with being an erotic thriller. Um, actually, there was there was one that seems like it. I haven't watched it yet with uh, Frank Grillo, of all people. I think it's called Shattered. Could be wrong on that title. But uh, that looked like it actually was kind of in the vein of the, the old school erotic thriller. Um now, this is a genre that's been around for a long time and could mean different things to, to different people. Um, I've often been been asked when I when I bring up my love for these films, and I get this response a lot, and it it drives me nuts. Where somebody will tell me it's like, "Well, you have you have the internet for all your smut now." I'm like. No, no, you know no, what, not, Dan? Not Dan, a, no, no, no. You do the same thing though to other people about other things. I don't. I don't smut shame, Todd. You do it constantly on this program. Well, I don't smut shame. You I mean, except if you like feet. That is strange, but but other than that, I don't. But yeah, no, it, it does. That'll know. be the that'll be the res response I get, and I'm like, no, erotic thrillers. They are movies, not softcore, not not Skinamax. Yeah, not now. But Dan, you still like those too, so that I love those too. Yes, and I'll call those for what they are, and no shame. But I think a lot of people don't really fully understand what an erotic thriller is. Now, I think we're going to be covering, because I think we're going to be doing a lot of these. I know you said you were in the mood to do a And lot. you know what? We did some in the audio era that we may even recover. Can yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we kind of consider that the, the yeah, pre-video. So we well, to still... be fair, we, we've got to the point we've done a commentary of the same movie on video twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so there's a lot of great unmined stuff here. Now, as you go along in some of these series, they might get a little more softcore, porny, perhaps. But uh, but they are they, they are movies. They are legit movies, and it all it didn't begin with it. But this sort of wave, heavily inspired by Fatal Attraction, you can see the turn when '92 hits too. 
Yeah, because then you have two, basic basic instinct. Like, you have the two like eras in that direct to video. Yeah, you know, erotic thriller. You can feel the change, and the change happens within this series too. Which... Yeah, and it, it's funny when you look at some of the theatrical stuff even later. I mean, of course, Basic Instinct was huge. I remember when I first saw Basic Instinct and just pretty much be sitting there as like, I don't normally see that in a Hollywood <laughs> movie. There's no, there's no leg. But you see that in a Paul Verhoeven movie. <laughs> you, you damn sure see it in a Paul Verhoeven movie. Uh, so that was like huge for me as, as a young, as a young man. Um, and I, I think I probably wrecked like, uh, th at least three or four VHS copies of basic instinct back in the day. Cause goddamn. Um, and you know, even then I, I saw the distinction though. This is a great movie. This is, you know, Michael Douglas, Sharon Stone, Gene Triplehorn. Uh, you got Wayne Knight. Uh, <laughs> That's I, the sign of a great film. You got iconic fat man, Wayne Knight. <laughs> Uh, Don't get Dan skinny shaming him now. <laughs> no, that's great. That's that's great. It's it's it, you know at least he he knows when to to like cut his hair, uh, but uh, we won't get into that. Um, <laughs> so anyways, I mean, uh, oh, yeah. okay, got it. Got and it. yeah, that no, would be a minute. You're going deep in that feud. <laughs> got that? There is no feud. You're okay. making a feud. If anyone got that comment, please comment in, in the chat. <laughs> I, I like the comment that we got on that video. The Amityville hairline still cracks me up. Uh, to figure it out, Dan. Well, there you go. But uh, now, truth be told, I'm not a huge Fatal Attraction fan. I'm doing a rewatch. Um, I didn't quite get Glenn My biggest Close. issue with that... They, you know what? I think we've had this conversation before. It was like, 80... I'm not going all out for that for Glenn Close. You, it, was nine, <laughs> it was 1987, the idea of beauty. And I'm not saying Glenn oh, no. Close is not a beautiful woman. It's just she's not. I had to ask. I had to ask someone, you know, slightly older than me. Like, I was Glenn Close like ever a thing? Like, you were like, damn, I want to hit that. And they're like, no, that was never a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sharon Stone now, Basic Instinct, you know, five years later. Now, that that is understandable. Uh, but, yeah, I never never quite got that one. Glenn Close is a fantastic actress. I just, uh, you know, yeah. sometimes art imitates life. Poor Michael Douglas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't, didn't, didn't. She was doing something for him, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Glenn Close with the the freak shit, the freak shit. Um, but we did come to talk about those mainstream. We did not, know. just to give you an idea of where like this wave and this boom came from. Yeah. There were a lot of uh, direct to video cash ins, and uh, we're going to talk about some of them tonight. Starting with, uh, well, body and most, chemistry, and most of them are better than Sliver. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh so we're gonna kick it off with body chemistry tonight we're gonna talk the body chemistry series and the first film which came out in 1990 uh which also um i believe it, it's been said that this was actually like written before 
some of those big ones and was actually not a cash in. I, I, at least that's out there. But who knows? It is three years later, so that seem odd. But but who knows? So this is from director Christine Peterson, and in this, Tom played by Mark Singer and Claire played by Lisa Pescia are two doctors who meet doing doing a research project on sexual response. Tom is handsome, successful, and very married to a lovely wife. Claire is beautiful, successful, and very single with a smoldering, untapped sexuality. Uh, attracted by his verve and talent, Claire seduces Tom, and together they, be- they begin a tumultuous affair where their deepest passions and darkest fantasies are revealed. So body chemistry. Um, all right, so... This I, I distinctly remember when I when I rented this and erotic thrillers are always complicated. I, I was a very good bullshitter with uh, my parents. So for me, my opening I remember with this one is like, oh yeah, the Beastmaster. <laughs> yeah. You were a little younger, so I get I just went and rented that shit. Yeah. Beastmaster, you know. Actually, they never questioned me, so I almost always got away with it. Unless it had the dreaded like sticker that meant porn, which for Did- some reason my local Scream Queen hot tub party, my local like for some reason they had that labeled as like being a porno. And I was so like, how- no. So how did so how did Night Ice Two happen? That one's got like full titties on the cover. <laughs> did that one not get rented by the Shine House till he was older? I actually I feel like I saw that on cable for my oh. first watch of that. If I if I the remember horribly unrated version. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I think that might have been a cable watch first, but but I do remember body chemistry, and it was just like oh, Mark Singer, Beastmaster, which I legitimately loved. Uh, Beastmaster. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of my end. Uh, so this one, the director, very um, probably most known for directing Critters 3. Uh, she also did Kickboxer 5. And uh, she was a second unit director, I believe, on some of the Nightmare on Elm Street sequels. So that was kind of her, her claim to fame. And uh, yeah, so, so the first body chemistry... Kind of it definitely dated in terms of like this this whole like study. Uh it opens up with with uh I'm just gonna call him Beastmaster. Uh and they're they're debating whether this subject reacts more to, to oral sex or hiding the salami as <laughs> as one of them <laughs> said. And uh yeah, uh and very it very very of its time as far as it just gets really kind of of weird there at the beginning like uh he takes his family to this like performance art show uh where everybody's like dry humping uh kind of funny uh lisa pescia who plays uh dr claire archer in the fir- in this first movie um the first two movies i should say uh, she is a very good actress. A lot of you will recognize her from uh, a famous guest spot she did on Seinfeld. Um, also, maybe not uh, typically who you would see cast in something like this, although I think makes more sense than Glenn Close. I think she's very attractive. Um, Definitely. Uh, so we kind of follow the story. 
she she comes in, uh, kind of has power uh, over him in terms of uh, you know getting uh, funding. Things get hot and heavy. She seduces him. Uh, there's a theme here that they that they keep to throughout the the series, and um, and uh, yeah. So she starts fucking with them right away, like purposely leaving <laughs> her panties at work, uh, threatening to withdraw the from the project. Uh, kind of basically dupes him into porking her. She's she's basically a dude with a dude essentially. <laughs> like she's insatiable. She she wants the beast master to master that ass. And I'm just gonna tell you a secret, Dan. Women get horny too. <laughs> they do, they do. But this is like man horny. Man horny's different. For the man ladies, horny, there. I, I'm trying to tell Dan. You know, you I know. understand, Todd. I'm a handsome. Now there's devil, man Todd. horny. They should cast me in the body. We're gonna do the body chemistry yeah. reboot. I will have no part to do with that, Dan. No, she like hides the panties in my hat or something. Like you know. <sighs> okay. But anyways. Uh, so, uh, I laughed my ass off. There's a scene, and I don't know if this is literally what's supposed to be going on, though when she's in the shower with Beastmaster, and it looks like she's pegging the Beastmaster. Oh my god, she's totally fucking pegging him. <laughs> there is no other exclamation. That's like the first thing in my goddamn notes. Yeah. Why the fuck is the Beastmaster getting pegged? I mean, she's hot and all, but not, and I'm not going to kink shame, yep. but yeah, Beastmaster got pegged in this. Yeah, I don't know. Pegging, I mean, you know, you, you get, you know, Shannon Tweed in there or something. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I'd be willing, but I, I ain't getting pegged by Glenn Close. Uh, well, I'm not talking about Glenn Close. I'm talking about Lisa Pesquia. Yeah. 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 That's still going to be a no for She's me. She's got but... a better chance than Glenn yeah, Close. Glenn I'll Close. Say that much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like she'd probably like uh, just devolve into like her hundred one Dalmatians character <laughs> while she's doing it, and it just get weird. Um, but anyways, yeah, I that I forgot. I, I probably the first time I saw it, I, my mind didn't necessarily go to pegging, but I was like, she's butt fucking the Beastmaster. My oh yeah. goddamn! Well, Dan didn't know what pegging was yet. I guess. <laughs> um and there's kind like i said this is this is kind of funny because this does kind of continue the theme a lot of suspenseful scenes where she's basically like engaging in in near public sex with the guy and they just almost get caught uh left and right and i like it as far as the actual like nudity in the first one a little lighter than some of you might think but i think it works it's very it's very trashy it's it's a lot of fun i miss this era of film i don't if you're just diving into it now i could see it going different ways i still think these movies are very couples friendly though you know what i mean like sexy movie to watch with your girl you know nothing too offensive in there it it's funny when i posted i was watching this uh former uew ring announcer michael o'garo posted (laughs) 
13-year-old me, half-naked, fast-forwarding to the sex scenes. Current me, sipping wine. Damn, this is a well-made film. <laughs> I guess good taste comes with age, and I will agree with that. I had to give credit, because that is a perfect explanation of these films. <laughs> it is way better than Fifty Shades. and Yeah, but I, I feel like there's some inspiration taken there. and um, Yeah, I mean, what did you think? Did you think, did you enjoy the cast? I mean, Mark Singer, certainly different for him. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I know I've seen at least the first one, but I really don't remember this series. Oh, like, really? Yeah. These were popular. Yeah, I know. And it's, and it just may, I may have been busy watching the Night Eyes franchise and missed this one. Maybe <laughs> it was because there was no unrated version. I was like, eh. <laughs> Maybe <that's laughs> um but yeah no it's 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 it is it's sleazy it's fun it it's that it takes you back to an era of filmmaking we'll never get again even if there is another erotic thriller we're not getting them like this again but even these kind of have like the female empowerment angle I, to them that's why I, I and they're... yet you still like them well, yeah, it's not obnoxious, you know, <laughs> like a lot of the... We'll let him have this one, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one, hey, if I had a date and thought, eh, you know, it's a little... Yeah, little and uh, you know why you do that, Dan. You'd be like, hey, yeah. watch this shower scene. <laughs> <laughs> might, might start with body chemistry, too. I think oh, no, yeah. Pegging free. Uh, but Spoiler, uh, Dan. <laughs> I think there might have been some pegging. I'll, I'll have to consult. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you, my my buddy was here, and I watched the because I was like, I gotta watch this one for my show, and then like he wanted to watch all four before he left. <laughs> so, oh, we, <laughs> so he was a fan. Yeah, yeah, and and again, I the first one at, at the very least, I do feel like I could be steering some people wrong if they think like, oh, tons of erotic content. It's light. It could also use a restoration, quite frankly. I think it's a great candidate for a Blu-ray. You know, the you've one, got mm. the one thing is I I don't know how how high of a priority Shout Factory is going to have with these. I would love to wake up tomorrow and the Shout Factory web exclusive to be body chemistry one to four. Dan would be like, fuck Black Friday. This is all that matters right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well. Looking at some of the other stuff they put out, I mean, these were these were hits. You know, these were direct-to-video movies. We got four of them. You know, they did very, very well. And I do remember, like, like I said, weird kid. I actually talked to numbers with like video store like clerks, and uh, you know, because they'd see me renting all of this like schlock, and uh, I, I do remember it's like, oh yeah, that's a big hit for us. That's uh, when a guy was telling me like just. Because it was impossible to find. He's like, yeah, Carnosaur, for a movie that didn't play in the theater, is like, we cannot keep this damn thing on the shelves. Uh, so that that was a similar case, at least locally, you know, whatever. Erotic thrillers are popular nationwide. Yes, yes. And they could be again. I really think they could be again. No, because we got like 50 Shades bullshit now. They're, we're never going to go back to... <sighs> probably well. yeah, the problem now is it's the sexuality they don't like that's like i wonder if you could still do 50 shades today even or they'd be all uptight about it 
They still had one in the last few years, didn't they? I don't know. I don't fucking keep up. Yeah, I I don't I don't. But I like I said, it's just when you have that little slant. Doctor Claire's a psychopath, but she's a strong, you know, strong empowered woman, and you know, it, I think you can make these work. Even with the, like, I think the they take the the sex out of it most of the time. Maybe we get lucky, but maybe, maybe depends from what. And the there's a certain spirit about the erotic thriller. There is. They're, they're and, fun trash. And yeah, then once we're we're going to be serious and do a mainstream one, I don't think. I think it's just that middle that middle era picture that just doesn't really come back, except for on the independent. Yeah, hopefully. I don't Andrew we'll Stevens see. come back and make some new erotic thrillers. We know you got one more in you. <laughs> Can be the end game of erotic thrillers. Just get everyone to show up. <laughs> or, or yeah, the it. expendables sort of I thing. Gonna, that's what I was gonna say. Next. <laughs> it's just like Andrew Stevens playing like multiple <laughs> roles <laughs> to fill it out for the day. And we we uh, got some Andrew Stevens coming up. we did we do we do also dallas fans uh mary crosby playing mark singer's wife in here and looking lovely um the acting is is very top-notch in this uh it's very well-made movie and lots of i recommend it yeah horror fans will recognize the sheriff from friday the 13th part six yes yes (laughs) so yeah, it, it's a good it's a good time. Um, Since we're not doing a traditional franchise show, would you say this is the best of the bunch, or do we want to rank them at the end? I don't even. Yeah, we'll still talk rankings at the end, but we'll rate them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can rate them for sure. Uh, what do you What do you rate this one? Um, I'm a four. I really like it. Yeah for for this type of film absolutely a four they're not all good i don't want to give you guys that impression but uh i think this one is a very just a just a good movie you know strip to kills one that gets thrown around uh, as well as just being like you know you, you for take set the title aside and it's like you got a damn fine movie cat shay did an amazing job on strip to kill and there is a new blu-ray from shout factory on a double feature yes uh, all right, so moving on, just the next year, 1991, for Body Chemistry 2, Voice of a Stranger. The erotic adventures and murderous madness of Dr. Claire Archer, also again played by Lisa Pescia, continue in this steamy sequel that delivers all the sex and suspense of Nine and a Half Weeks and Fatal Attraction. Pain defines pleasure, preaches Dr. Archer, the talk radio sex therapist, but her prescription of, a, of dark, dangerous sex spirals sadistically out of control, pitting doctor and patient in the ultimate sexual power play that will either cure Dan or destroy him. All right, so this one, talk about a cast. Uh, this oh, one... Yes. This one has got uh, Gregory Harrison uh, is is Dan, uh, sort of a, a corrupt cop with a, a taste for violence and kinky sex and and yeah, uh, good guy, 
Good guy. Good guy. It's a, it's a flesh wound guy. Uh, also, Morton Downey Jr. as Big oh, Chuck. Yeah. As, that dude pretty much defines sleaze as Big hey. Chuck. <laughs> Just Radio Weinstein, basically. One of my favorite videos, and if it's on YouTube, I go, I go find it. There's a video. Uh, it has to be right around the same time. Uh, 90. Okay, so probably a year later. On the Morton Downey Jr. show. There was banging on wax, the Blood and Crips album, and so they're performing one of the songs live in Martin's. I'm like, yeah, just dancing along with them. Some of the funniest things shit I've ever seen. Yeah, Martin Downey Jr. surrounded by gangbangers rapping. That show, like that guy, did not give a fuck. Um, And I, oh, I didn't. I don't know if I mentioned the director actually, which I should. uh, Director Adam Simon, uh, who also directed Carnosaur. Uh, no. So that was kind of a, a big thing for him. Sadly, kind of dropped out. He did some documentaries. Um, he also did Brain Dead, uh, also for Roger Corman uh, before this, the year before this. So he, he had a really good run of uh, Corman films. Then he directed like music videos for Marilyn Manson. Mm. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of, I don't know, sad. Uh, uh, but he's still he's still a writer. He's he's written a bunch of episodes of Salem and uh, different things. So he's still active. But yeah, I like don't know to why see he's this... sad. But he made it all weird. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like a good he's run. watching now. This motherfucker, I'm doing the fuck I want, writing <laughs> shit now. And this motherfucker said I'm sad. I didn't hey, say man, he was bad. <laughs> I just want another movie. God damn it. Well, and you know uh, what? And you haven't mentioned the rest of the cast. The worst guest host of Monday Night Raw. And, of course, the guy you don't let around your helicopter. Jeremy Piven is, uh, he's just credited as patrolman. You've also (laughs) got John Landis, uh, who is, yes, as you were saying. uh, Yeah, keep him away from the helicopter. And Clint fucking Howard. (laughs) There we go. This might be one of the most awesome casts ever. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, some small roles. I mean, Clint Howard's in a scene. Uh, you got Monique say, Gabrielle in a flashback. Yes, yes. Um, I like this one even better than the first one. I really think they start hitting their stride, and the cast just nails this. Morton Downey Jr. is hilarious. That uh, sort of BDSM sex scene that he has is, was just making me laugh my ass off. Uh, this one is dark for sure. I mean, it kicks off. It's a lot darker, I think, than the first film with the, you know, kind of dialing it up as far as the sex and violence uh, goes. And we also can kind of see that escalation, a little bit more nudity in this one. And that's that's something that kind of continues to uh, escalate. It, it's funny because this does... This did, did come out a year before Basic Instinct, but we do get the uh, leg crossing scene it, uh, without, it like, you don't see the, yeah, the beef, but It yeah. feels something post Basic Instinct, but it's not. That's what's weird about it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, and then I had to recheck. I was like, Basic Instinct was 92, 92. wasn't it? Um, yeah, so I thought that was kind of, kind of well, interesting. You know what? It's Corman. He probably got wind of it, read the script, was like, I got this, <laughs> which is totally possible too. <laughs> uh, so Dan is calling into this radio show 
confessing his his uh violent fantasies claire figures out who he is and uh pretty much sets her sights on him again claire just uh I don't know. She's she's not the the typical dating type. She just kind of likes to get intense right away. And you got to go with the crazy hot, you know, ratio and see where you lie. There, there are. I will say this: I've never experienced anything quite this bad. But you sometimes know you want to. <laughs> there there have been some cases where I was like, "This is too good to be true." And then you got pegged in the shower. <laughs> uh, and yeah, well, it could have escalated. And then you get pegged. Sure. Yeah. Before you know, you think everything's going good, and then you're you're getting pegged in the shower. That's life, man. You get pegged in the shower sometimes. Um yeah, though, I, I really think it it's finding its stride here. Much uh sleazier entry. Uh Lisa Pesky is a beautiful woman. Uh the uh the tub scene, I thought, which was really odd like you know this guy's unhinged and has a temper issue and you're gonna talk shit to him while you're sitting in the tub right. i mean you know uh and uh yeah as claire kind of gets her revenge for holding her underwater by uh handcuffing him to a machine and like sucking sucking him off which you know oh what an evil Batman villain <laughs> explained her plan to him too. Uh, but that's all the, that's what makes it so awesome. <laughs> it, it is. It's, it's hard to explain it. It's, it's, it's like you said, we just don't get it anymore. So these movies are extra cool. Um, what did you think of two? Cause I like two more than one. I do too. And you know, one thing that they did to improve is every fucking scene in part one had some goddamn saxophone music. It's like, God damn it, 1990. I don't want to hear this shit for 90 minutes. <laughs> so we softened up by part two. I mean, even Boys in the Hood's got fucking sax in it. What the fuck, 1990? So, um, <clears throat> you don't like the saxophone? Oh it was a thing for the 90s. I mean, it was overused. Um, sorry, any sax players. I hope you're doing well, but I know you're not making that '90s money. Um, yeah, I mean, with that cast, fucking Big Al. <laughs> wait, no, Big Chuck. I Big mean, Chuck. It, yeah, it's just so much fun. It's so sleazy, and and the fact that it goes a little bit darker and more S and M-y kind of makes it problematic later. Yeah, which I, I, we'll talk about in the sequels. Yeah, I can see there there being some more uh, issues. Um, I mean, this unfolds much the same way. Now, that that could be an issue I see some people having with these movies where it's like it's the same, you know, kind of the same ending every time. I I also think they don't expect everyone to go watch all four. This was a case from the video store. You see Body Chemistry 3, you pick it up, you read it, you're like, eh. You know you don't need to see the first two when it comes to these, you know, erotic thrillers. That's so, true. I know it hurts me to say it, Dan, but they are basically the same movie. <laughs> They're pretty much the same. Movie. So I mean, I get it. Like, well, the same ending. I mean, there is, you know, it, and, it, yeah. And you have to think, you know, at least when you watch them when they came out, you had a year difference. You're not watching literally four back. Do, to, do it's you, like, 
it's like if you saw both the first two mummy films for the same time at this you know saw them once watched them back to back you're like this is the fucking same movie like i've been saying since day one and i still had to get my mummy shit talk in there somehow <laughs> do you think uh they they have i'm surprised on a a corman payday that Morton Downey Jr. agreed to be like whipped and tickled with a oh, feather. That was the, that's why he agreed to the <laughs> the, the Corman payday. <laughs> that that yeah, that is true. He saw Lisa Pesky's outfit and he just yeah, he agreed. Yeah, uh, that that whole portion is just hilarious. I loved yeah. it. Um, All their interactions together because they're just like mentally not you know just like trying to outdo each other. Yeah. <laughs> so. don't get tied up by don't get tied up at least have that you know yeah don't get tied up it's not a good idea um so yeah i think uh uh gregory harrison super intense in this one uh probably yeah like i said at least he was different from mark singer's character it's like okay yeah. we're gonna bring in like somebody that really, really has a taste, uh, a taste for the dark side. Uh, well, Mark Singer was just kind of your typical like cheating guy, yeah. you know, suburban just cheating guy. Um, so I think everything kind of worked even better in this one, and I think it's a really good movie. Uh, some cool cameos in there. John Landis was doing a lot of, uh, maybe not a lot, but he was like popping up in small roles and some really random stuff. Kind of can, can imagine why that might've been uh, <laughs> with these, but uh, well, you know, I mean, he wasn't in the middle of a trial or anything. No, no, he was not. Um, so <laughs> I can't be, be in court. I got to, go make this Corman <laughs> erotic thriller. I'm sorry. You're really inconveniencing me now. Some, some people got decapitated like five years ago. Or, or no, it was more than five, like seven. Oh my God. The greatest thing ever though was the E where they reenacted the whole trial. Fuck, so good. That may need to be a Look, Patreon walk watch along. That shit's so I bad. enjoy John Landis's films. John Landis is a piece of fucking shit. <laughs> it really is. What about his son? Oh, Max Landis. No, it's evolution, man. Max you Landis know what? I, I can't bigger piece. They're different shit. kinds of pieces of shit. Only one's killed children, the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd say allegedly, but I mean Allegedly, yeah. Well, well, no, I mean, like he children died under Landis's watch. <laughs> there we go. There you go. We'll, we'll and put it that way. Women were uncomfortable around the the sun. <laughs> we'll just go with that. Yes, yes. Uh, so, anyways, there there goes all hopes of American Werewolf in London. Uh, the Cameos. reboot. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. oh yeah, no, I don't think they're calling us up. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, I give Body Chemistry two a four and a half. I, I it, liked it even more. It's hard because, like, I want to give it a five. My enjoyment was a five, but it's not the best erotic thriller, so that prevents me from giving it a five. You need more skin in your. No, no, it, it's not that. See, everything about it says like I want to give it a five, but it's not like my favorite erotic thriller or what. Fuck it, <clears throat> I don't know what to do with this. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. There you go. There you go. All right. Um, 
All right. So moving on to our third in the series, which is Body Chemistry 3, Point of Seduction from director Jim Wynorski. There we go. Don't need any, uh, doesn't need any introductions on this show. I think he uses the same cast, but the problem is. (laughs) (laughs) So in this one, for a spot, uh, and this is from, pardon me, 1994. Yes. So we get a few years in Most base, basic instinct. You're yes, you are. This putting, is like the, yeah. the stride of the erotic thriller, 1994. It's like we're hitting the, the opus of the this is like 1981 for slashers, I think. <laughs> there you go. There. <laughs> All right. So in this one, for aspiring Hollywood writer Freddie Summers, the story of his best friend's untimely death may be his ticket to fame and fortune. Big Shot producer Alan Clay, played by erotic thriller MVP Andrew Stevens, is anxious to bring it to the screen. But first they need approval from the woman who may have been the murderess, Claire Archer, a very popular, very attractive TV talk show host. Married or not, Alan falls for Claire in a second. Now he must walk the, lo- the fine line between betraying his famous wife, Beth, and his lust for Claire. What's at stake is more than his marriage. It may just be his life. So uh, in this one, we change Claire actresses. Uh, in this, do. Claire is played by Sherry Shattuck, uh, who is in a whole lot of stuff. She was uh, on Deadly Ground with Steven Seagal the same year. Um, she's been in... Uh, I remember her on doing spots on like who's the boss. Uh, she was in Ring of Fire two with with uh, Don the Dragon Wilson and all sorts of different things. She was actually on Silk Stockings. I remember ah. uh, around the same time she did a Freddy's Nightmares. Uh, she was kind of like just all over, all over TV. the place. Yeah, uh, Death Spa though I would say at least as far as our listeners go def spawn arena uh the uh the empire film and a fucking gorgeous woman uh i think definitely yeah the the casting makes total sense here with uh with sherry shattuck uh not to again not to take anything away from lisa pescia who i think is uh arguably the best actress of the bunch but uh sherry shattuck really fits the erotic, the erotic yeah. thriller mode. Um, so why she didn't do more? She did. Well, she did kind of. I mean, like I said, Naked Cage. I mean, she didn't solely. There wasn't a lot to it. Yeah, not a lot. Um, but also, you start to it starts to cool off a little bit uh, as we get deeper into the nineties. It slowly, yeah, yeah, uh, it still existed, but. Yeah, it, it basically um, it's one of those those genres that died with the video stores, pretty much. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, we get Megan, uh, not Megan, Morgan Fairchild is Beth, Andrew Stevens' wife in this. Uh, Chick Venera is Freddie Summers. We get Robert Forster, uh, which I will talk about him in a second because what an opening. Uh, Stella Stevens uh, is. Uh, 
Robert Forrester's wife. We get us some familiar faces, even even now. Becky LeBeau, uh, D- Delia Shepard, some some familiar Antonia uh, Dorian. Yeah, some Winorski alumni. Yeah, I still there. see Becky and Antonia still in his stuff. Like I said, there's still That's... some of the same cast. <laughs> yeah, which I think is awesome. So this opens up with, uh, I guess, an eyes wide shut kind of party where uh, Robert Forrester is just basically beating on these these hookers, and uh, it's very normal. It's it's treated very just normal, like. Oh boy, there's Bob again. <laughs> and Andrew Stevens kind of has to come over and calm that situation down. Uh it's not necessarily supposed to be funny, but just the way it all kind of goes and him physically. It almost felt like it belonged in a different movie in a weird sort of way, because yeah. they're kind of cool after that. Like there's no like, oh I mean, yeah, you had to power bomb me. I, I was probably gonna kill those girls. Uh so yeah, opens up with that. Uh, definitely, again, getting sleazier as we go along, and I mean that in the best possible way. Um, uh, Alan sort of meets the meets Claire. Kind of very different portrayal, uh, for sure. I think. I mean, Sherry Shattuck is a bombshell, uh, so you can definitely sort of see that that she would have this power over pretty much anybody. Uh, the sex scenes are a little bit more graphic now that with Winorski uh, at the helm, and uh, yeah, another one. I think the acting was great. Um, I don't know that that Sherry Shattuck is quite the same caliber actress that Peskia is but she's perfectly cast here she too. makes it her own without without yeah. changing it up but the, the one thing that jumps out immediately is the lack of the snm that is true they, this doesn't really have that so we much. have a little and then we turn it up in part yeah. two and then it's like non-existent yeah the the sex scenes that were very hot and heavy uh they uh i, I guess andrew's <laughs> They take turns kind of like uh, kissing each other's ass, which a little didn't need to see that on the uh, Andrew Stevens end, but uh, cool. <laughs> there for the like lady. it's the first time you've seen it. Let's be real. <laughs> I'm, he's probably yeah. Andrew Stevens has probably had uh, his ass eaten a few times on film. Uh, so I'm not, now it's going to be troublesome going after that interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, then maybe you could just ask him. <laughs> there, there you go. How many times did you get your ass eaten on set? Well, uh, Gene Simmons stopped by one. <laughs> you know, if something wasn't feeling right, and then I saw Shannon was just hanging out in the corner. Uh <laughs> Just like, man, it's really in there, you know. Just <laughs> for those that don't know, Gene Simmons and Shannon Tweed are married. That that is true. Um, so yeah, we again, it follows a very similar theme: blackmails him with the tape and everything. I mean, this the only added element here is kind of the trying to get this movie made. Um, there's double crosses, 
Uh, I mean, in a, in a lot of ways, these movies are kind of like CD soap operas for dudes. Yeah, was, you know it. it you know. It, um, I lost it. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Yeah, soap operas for dudes, basically. Um, I was really digging this. I mean, again, I, I'm a big Wynorski mark, uh, particularly you know back around this period, and I think this movie's entertaining as hell. Uh, I don't know. Again, maybe some people will have some issues watching them like back to back. That that's the one thing that it, the the similarities really just jump out if you, mm-hmm. you you knock them all out. The one thing I do about this series is they really they really kept the continuity. I mean, other than of course actress switching, but in a lot of these like bigger erotic thriller, you know, series, we'll kind of just uh, do our own stories for you know each one. Almost yeah. more anthology, which this one, while we switch a couple actresses and a couple, <laughs> yeah, we haven't talked about what, what, what is big, not big Jake, big Chuck in this one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The <laughs> There's continuity, really. Yeah. I mean, it still bleeds. It's just the theme of her finding a new guy to latch on to. Yeah. And, but yeah, you know, because stuff from the previous movies that are used to sort of, uh, blackmail and as we'll get into the fourth the fourth is kind of also a courtroom uh courtroom thriller um which makes it kind of cool because you are right a lot of that it's like it doesn't necessarily matter what came before we're just going to do our own thing uh and yeah i really dug this one uh sherry shattuck only got one shot at the character but she is very memorable uh and again the sex scenes with uh andrew stevens are very hot and and, and we also get bootleg leah rossi in this too <laughs> we do yeah chuck venera uh, <laughs> uh he said he may i don't know maybe he said no to accused and uh we got rossi or he was runner up runner up uh so all right well let's go ahead and rate this one i am a four um i'm also for in this one yeah a lot of fun probably up to this point if you're just in it for the skin yeah you know what i i I, i'm actually i'm a three and a half because i don't think it's on par with the first one i i i would i prefer the the first one i still think this is very good though for this type of movie which we always rate it on a scale um for this type of movie I think all of well, I enjoyed the hell out of it too. Yeah, so see, that's why it should be a four. You know, we'll we'll stick with four. Yeah, I think I could book my ultimate body chemistry if I get to pick my favorite Claire and then put her pick my favorite Claire, pick yep. my favorite male lead, and like just put them in, drop them in whatever movie. I I, I no, nope, I want all story. three. I want I want the. The Spider-Man No Way Home with all three Claire's showing up. <laughs> going after Andrew Stevens. Done. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Speaking of a third Body Claire, chemistry, No Way Home. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Speaking of the third Claire. <laughs> yes. All right. So our fourth film, fourth and final for now. Film from 1995, also from director Jim Wynorski. Body Chemistry 4, Full Exposure. 
Simon Mitchell was a successful and powerful criminal defense attorney, the kind of man accustomed to having a jury or a woman see things his way. Then sex psychologist Dr. Claire Archer, this time played by Shannon Tweed, walks into his office accused of murder. To his surprise, he's strongly attracted to his new client. Powerless to resist her, he's rapidly drawn into an ever-tightening web of obsession, lust, and betrayal. Now with both his marriage and career on the rocks, he may have to give give up something even more valuable because saving the life of this sexual predator could easily cost him his own. All right. I'm just going to say this right at the start. I love Shannon Tweed. mm -hmm. But I think her stardom is too big for this. Really? Yeah. I I don't feel like I'm watching Claire anymore. I'm watching Shannon Tweed. I think it took me out of it in this one. I suppose I can kind of see that. It's like when you watch Tom Cruise, you're like, okay, that's the big name. And I'm not saying Shannon Tweed is Tom Cruise, but in the erotic thriller game, she's one of the, she's up there. She's the Hogan or the warrior. I don't know. I don't want to get in that argument. (laughs) Um, So yeah, she doesn't sell for shit. (laughs) No, that's funny. Um, (laughs) I don't even feel your dick right now. Andrew Stevens. Barely even know you're in me, you fuck. I know, go give me an eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so I, I just wanted to get that out at the top because it, it did. It, it and it's funny because the courtroom drama. I think you want the best actress of the bunch. Maybe not. The... <laughs> I mean, again, she's she's on par though with like a, a Sherry Shattuck. I mean, she's good enough for what what they ask of her. She yeah. pulls off evil bitch well. Yeah. Um, but now, no scorned. No, no. Um, now we get uh, Larry Poindexter. Uh, if you don't recognize the name, you've seen him and stuff. A very good actor. Um, this is probably my least favorite in terms of the story. Uh, although it, it feels a little bit different. But again, it still follows that very similar storyline beat, very much like the same ending, which I think at this point they should have tried to kill her off. Well, Spoiler not necessarily well. <laughs> that, but throw her in jail, flip, flip the script a little bit. Again, I, I realize we're talking a 1995 Roger Corman produced erotic thriller. You know, you weren't going to try and reinvent the wheel. Uh, but they should we're lucky. We're, we're lucky we only get like 10% of footage from the last movie instead of 50. Let's be real. <laughs> that got that, that was that got a lot worse in the coming years, but uh, yeah, I was starting a little bit. Um, but one thing that this does deliver once again, hot and heavy sex scenes. Shannon Tweed's the most famous of the bunch by far. So I do feel a lot of people might enjoy this the most for that alone. Um, And uh, again, Shannon Tweed was really more, you know, erotic thriller. She did nudity. She never went full soft core. It wasn't like the heart, but there's moments in here that kind of flirt with that a little bit. You know, there's a few shots here and there. She never really did much in the way of frontal uh nudity i think it might have been flashed once or twice but scorned yeah yeah i think like yeah um 
But yeah, just at this point, maybe that's why they knew it's like, look, we're doing kind of the same, the same thing. They do kind of add a love triangle here because you've got the wife, then you've got the secretary uh, on top of that. Which he wasn't even banging. I was mad about that. Yeah, that I was going to say you could have gotten another scene in See, there. See, I, I, I was going into it with like, okay, we're going to flip the script this time and that the secretary is going to get crazy and be the one who gets all attached and the murder trial isn't like the main focus, which would have been cool, would have taken yeah. it, did something different and allowed it to still keep going if they wanted to. But this is very much a series about suspenseful scenes of people almost getting busted fucking (laughs) (laughs) that would be my pitch because and it kind of works you know you're watching and it's like oh is he gonna get busted there you know he's porking her on an elevator that's uh pretty risky uh and uh yeah yeah i agree with the secretary though i was like well you're already having the character cheat so you know um, bang both there you go. Uh, so, yeah, you get to see Larry serve her his poindexter on the pool table and uh, all over the place. This poor secretary did walk in on it, kind of feel bad for her. Although, then again, not really. It's like you're going after a married guy and then getting pissed off at this woman that's banging the married guy. Seems to be kind of hypocritical, but uh, um yeah, it still delivers the suspense and the skin and the thrills that you would expect from this type of movie. Uh, probably my least favorite overall, but I, for a lot of people, it's going to be maybe number one just for Shannon Tweed's scenes. And I can understand that. And I'd have to say they're wrong. <laughs> As I started at the beginning, I love Shannon Tweed. She has some good scenes in it, but the movie's too. It if you yeah if you're 13 years old, you're gonna be very happy. If you're in your 30s to 40s plus, you might not be as happy with it. I was still very much happy uh, with this at uh, at my age, um, and I should say uh, Shannon Tweed did some pretty good movies uh no contest is a great action movie um, vinegar syndrome what available from vinegar syndrome right no contest is not available which is the one syndrome. which is the dice one that's uh whatever it takes thank you i always get those two mixed up <laughs> yeah well uh yeah no contest is the better of those uh okay. of those movies for sure um she did uh you know she had some like uh uh, Face the Evil, I believe it was called. It was like kind of a diehard knockoff that, in fact, I believe was even con- even listed as No Contest 2 at one time. But you can find it as Face the Evil. Lance Henriksen and Bruce Payne playing the villains in that. I feel like we might need to uh, we might need to cover that one if you want some more Shannon Tweed. That's an action movie. That one might be kind of light as far as the skin goes, but it's still very much a, a 90s action flick that I think is worth it. I want to do diehard knockoffs too, Todd. I feel like there's a lot that I like and alien knockoffs, like some of those yep. cheap ones. <clears throat> um, 
Yeah, I'm I'm a mark for that. Uh, so yeah, I give this one a three and a half. I still like it a lot, but it's my I'm a, favorite. Yeah, I'm a three, definitely okay. a three. So there we go. My order, my order of favorites would be two, one, three, four. <sighs> trying to think here. I mean, the only really so, change one and two, I think, right? Four would be last. Two, I think, two is my favorite. Two, one, three, four. So same as me. Okay, that's what that, yeah. that's. And and I don't think any of them are bad. My one complaint was Shannon Tweed just kind of, I couldn't not see her as Shannon Tweed. I I can see that. I can see that because the character got so associated with the first chick to me. I was okay with the second one because it's not like a big name. When we go to the big name, it kind of throws. It's like if it went the other way, it probably wouldn't have jumped out as much. Like if Shannon Tweed would have done the first two mm-hmm. and not the second two, I don't. I don't know. That just threw it off for me. But all well worth watching. Yeah, can and you believe she's in her sixties, Todd? I mean, she, really? she was. Uh, I think her Playboy was nineteen eighty one. It was. Like damn. And she still looks fantastic. Damn. Gene Simmons is a lucky bastard, and I'm, you know, glad he finally put a ring on it. Yeah, it only took him like fifty yeah. years. <laughs> but it, yeah, he got there. He got there. There you go. All so right. On, on that note, guys, we will be doing some more flesh wound after dark. So keep an eye out. Uh, these shows tend to be really popular, and nobody talk. Like I said, very few people talk about these movies. So we'll and be actually, your home for it. I want to throw this out there. Let us know, because this one we did a franchise. We did all four of body chemistry. Let us know if you want us to do that or maybe group them up into actresses or just kind of get a theme together. Like, I know there's a couple other, like, series we definitely want to cover. But, yeah, yeah, just let us know. Like, you want us to do actress spotlights? We can do that, too. Yeah. Yeah, There's enough in the genre. (laughs) Yeah, and I think we'll have a lot of one-offs, too with this so yeah uh so yeah keep an eye out it's been fun revisiting some of these and believe it or not there's some uh some of them coming to some double feature dvds coming up in the new year so on that note guys flesh wound feature uh pardon me patreon.com slash flesh wound features where you can uh support us uh for it all starts at just a buck and we give you a lot of great bonus content there including some flesh wound after dark content uh we we work hard to earn that and all sorts of stuff all sorts of blackmail material and like uh private stories and uh we do all sorts of crazy shit on there so so check that out uh also be sure to catch all of our slash miss tournament episodes that's been a blast as well and uh, as always, like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, hit that thumbs up. That really helps the channel grow. Spread the word because we want to, you know, keep the legacy alive. There's like, it's crazy because they were the body chemistry movies. They were big hits in the video store. And I just feel like we're in danger of a lot of these movies being kind of forgotten by time. Nobody covers them. So uh, hopefully you appreciate this. And there's a lot more uh, where that came from. And on that note, good night. Oh, yeah. Dr. Dan after dark.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarship academic support, and your GCU graduation team, led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.